the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Happy Hump Day. Hump Day. Hump Day. Yeah, we humping it. We getting over the hump here on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Hopefully you had a great hump day so far. Glad to have you all here with me tonight. I seem to be getting in a little bit better mood as the week goes on. That's partly because I just refuse to let those on the insane left uh, get me down, as well as the fact that it's actually getting even comical to the degree they're so desperate since they cannot win anything on policy. The only thing that they can do is hurl, you know, cards from their deck at us and hope that they could take an eye out. But you know what? I go, I'll just keep my safety goggles on, babies. I ain't going to let nothing take an eyeball out. No, I will not. There ain't nothing y'all can say to get me down. Uh, Glad to have you here with me, as I said, whether you are listening in your car on the way home, cruising in a gangsta lean on the highways in SoCal, or whether you're listening and watching on Facebook Live or wherever any of the 925 different apps the kids listen to these days. You can always also call in 888-344-1170. I had a, I posed a question a while back on the show. Because uh, our GM here at the station and I were talking about it. This was like weeks ago. I don't even remember what that story was. Uh, but he, I think it was after the first Democrat debates. And I'm going to throw it back out at y'all because we were talking about, is it just time to split this country up? Are we at the point to where? I mean, to me, when we're at the point to where when those of us advocating literally for the same border security measures as well as enforcing the immigration laws, the same Policy items that just up until recently the Democrats were saying that they themselves wanted from the wall that they all voted for, both parties voted for back in the day in the Bush administration, or whether it's enforcing immigration laws, deportations, um, E-Verify, not letting employers hire illegals, all of that the Democrats were for. Now suddenly if you're for it, you're a white supremacist. When that's where we're at at this country, I don't. how am I supposed to want to get along with – am I supposed to really want to go to dinner? Hang out with, I don't want to walk the same side of the street with somebody that would literally be that intellectually dishonest and disgusting to me is to call me a white supremacist simply because they dislike me on policy, even though it's the same policy that their own party wanted just recently. That is so crazy that I just can't imagine how we ever have any unity going forward in this country. We could be unifying around not red flags, but the red, white, and blue flag. But see, the left started trampling that as a measure to divide us at football games and beyond. So do you guys think it's time? Is it time to split this country up? I would say, which was the intention of being a republic of states, that we just go to the areas that are more aligned with our philosophies and our, our beliefs and our values, and that's really what the founders envisioned. But we got we got liberals leaving California, going to Texas, and then voting Democrat. So that's not the solution. 888-344-1170, if you want to answer that question tonight or you got anything else, you got a solution for for the gun, gun violence? Would love to hear it, but I don't want to hear anything that has to do with gun control. I was disappointed in President Trump coming out today talking about, oh, we're going to do more background checks than you've ever seen in your life. Really? Um, uh, you know, I, I, he's, he, um, I love President Trump, but I got to call him out when I think he's wrong. And, and he's, he has been surrounded from day one with two opposition parties as well as some rhinos uh, in his own family and in his own, uh, his own administration. But the man who would take your calls 
The man who's enjoying a Friday, it ain't hump day for him tonight, it's Friday Eve. Because tomorrow is his Friday. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Can really share it. Give it up for DJ Carrot. You know, the, the one thing I have to say about Trump, it's he's placating to the left. And it's not like if, whatever he does, they're not going to vote for him. Right. I mean, he came out, oh, Trump has to deny, denounce white supremacy and white nationalism. And then he does. And what do they do? Well, I don't believe it. He's just saying it. it you know, his rhetoric for years now has been something different. You cannot ever give in to the bullies you can't just say you know what i'm going to give you give you one of my fruit roll-ups out of my lunchbox no they never ever are negotiating from a place of good faith they have no good intentions in this country everything is about literally trying to tear us apart and bully us into submission for power just like we should never be negotiating with Islamic terrorists around the world, we cannot be negotiating with the own terrorist and domestic enemies in our country that are literally looking to destroy us. Did you and, see go ahead. Did you see the protesters in front of the hospital in Ohio? Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because President Trump today uh, went to Dayton and to El Paso. And, you know, the left came out and said, well, he, you know, how dare he go there? He better not go there. He's not invited to El Paso or Dayton. Well, who the stink are you, uh, fascist airlines? You think you got the right to tell somebody where they can go? And oh, by the way, the Dayton mayor encouraged these protests outside a hospital and beyond, exploiting. There's no greater display of flat-out exploiting dead victims than in Dayton because the perpetrator of the mass shooting in Dayton was an Elizabeth Warren fan. He was a fanatic. And he was mentally ill and known by the Ohio authorities and school and from every, everybody in his family. People had said, we knew who he was. We knew he was crazy. And it was all about who's watching, who's watching this guy today because that's how crazy it is. But that's how despicable the left is, that they're, they're launching protests using dead people as a way to try to get at Trump. And well, then, I just thought it was terrible it was in front of a hospital. Yeah. I mean, people, it caused a traffic jam, and people are sick and dying inside of that hospital. You know I who, think yeah. they need some quiet. Yeah. Like, they don't care about the victims. I'm glad they're doing this crap because it's showing anybody who's got half a brain, anybody who has any conscience, any empathy, exactly who, who the left is. You know who they are? They're, they are literally the Westboro Baptist people that show up to funerals and say you deserve to go to hell. That's who these people are. It's disgusting. It's despicable. And you don't have to take my word for it because down in El Paso, one of the, the sister of a slain El Paso couple, she blasted the Democrats for daring to say that President Trump should not come to El Paso. Her name is, uh, well, the, the um, unfortunately, the deceased couple, bless their hearts, Andre and Jordan, and, and, and forgive me if I mispronounce the name, and Kondo, I b- believe it is, they were slaughtered while shielding their uh, two-month-old son from the killer, and that part made a lot of news. But what didn't uh, was uh, th- their sister, uh, Deborah and Chondo, her uh, response. Uh, she uh, created a Facebook account calling the Democrats monsters. She said the politicians were pure evil for turning uh, the president's visit into a political issue. She said something actually almost exactly along the lines of my tweet Sunday night. Uh, she says, I lost my brother and sister-in-law on Saturday. She said, my family and I are living a horrible nightmare. The visit from our president will be more than comforting to my family. He will not be here for a political agenda. The two monsters from El Paso who do not deserve to be mentioned by name nor even the nicknames I have for them, are just pure evil. 
My brother's body was still laying at Walmart on Saturday night when they decided to make this into a political issue and push their agenda by blaming our president for this. Rather than focusing on the situation and the individual who destroyed the lives of many, these evil people selfishly turned this into a political war. I'm equally as angered by those two as I am with the person who took my brother and his wife from me. Typing this, I feel more animosity towards those two evil politicians. Deborah. Wow. Every time there's a tragedy, don't I say DJ Carrot sticks that while bodies lay bearing, the, uh, lay bleeding and dying, families haven't even been notified. The vultures in the Democrat Party are picking their bones to try to push, sending out fundraising emails. Literally, while bodies still lay bleeding and dying. This article from PJ Media says that they don't that uh, they don't feel any compunction to hide the names of the Democrats that she called pure evil. One was, of course, what uh, a favorite producer of mine says is an Hispanic supremacist. The politician who chose to make up a fake Hispanic name for himself because evidently he it feels that uh, his his uh, Latinos are superior. Beto O'Rourke as well as Veronica Escobar, who said that President Trump was not welcome. Um, I'm, you know, this just goes to show a few things uh, in, in, in this poor woman, is that the, the assumption that any time, it's, it's so narcissistic for the left. They always automatically assume that if somebody dies in a shooting or whatever, that they, that they uh, have the right to use. They, they're in, they feel so entitled to control this country, this country because liberalism is all about control. It's tyranny. And they feel so entitled to do whatever they have to do and whatever they want to do in order to attain, attain power that they literally feel entitled to use dead people for their own, for their own gain. That's what the Magazi Four were about, right? They were just bumps in the road. Because that's all fascists. That's how the socialists, that's how the communists think. You're just useful idiots. You're cogs. That's all you are. I tell you who she should have added, though, to this list of the evil politicians is the Republican mayor, uh, D. Margot, who said that he intended to treat to greet Trump out of respect for the office. Um, he said that he is president of the United States. In that capacity, I will fulfill my obligations of mayor of El Paso to meet with the president and discuss whatever our needs are in this community. Let me tell you something, D. Margot. You're no better than the Democrats. Shame on you. You're even worse than these Democrats to me. Because you're supposed to know better. You're supposed to be a Republican and conservative. Shame on you, because you're no better when you will not stand up for what is right for the president of the United States. In fact, D. Margo, for you to say that, what you should have done is thrown support behind the victim's sister and her comments. And of course, um, the sad thing for the Democrats, as they did launch these protests and did everything that they could to blame President Trump for it, feeling completely entitled to assume that all the victims hate Trump and hate conservatives and hate Trump supporters as much as they do. Uh, President Trump, according to even Sherrod Brown, uh, that uh, President Trump and Melania did a beautiful job comforting people. In fact, that's one of the things we hear over and over and over again about President Trump in times of tragedy, that when he goes to visit the the victims of any tragedy, they, they feel incredibly comforted. And you know why? Because he's actually genuine and authentic. 
He didn't get up and go in the, in the morning after Americans fought for their lives and were still bleeding out on rooftops in Benghazi, go to a fundraiser the next day and fist bump people and launch a cover-up and lie about it. No, that's Obama. We're going to take a break. We come back. Uh, we, you know, I, I said at the open of the show that it's gotten to where it's making it, it's some of the left as the week progresses. It's making me laugh. Wait till y'all hear. Have y'all heard about the story of the former FBI guy and his conspiracy theories? <laughs> this story is so fun. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it when we come back. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K. here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. It is a horrible scenario, but it happens. Dennis writes about his wife. She was diagnosed with leukemia. In fact, she's a two-time survivor. And in the midst of all that, they ran up over a million dollars in medical bills. Thankfully, they're MediShare members. And Dennis says they are so thankful for that, how others came together to meet their needs. And that's how so many MediShare members feel. This is not health insurance. It's different. You don't have to pay for things you don't believe in. And like Dennis found out, it just works. So if you join MediShare, not only do you save a lot of money, the typical family saves about 500 bucks a month, but you know where your money's going each month. You're helping people, and if the time should come, they'll be helping and even praying for you. So yes, it's different, and as more than 400,000 people now know, when it comes to healthcare costs, different is beautiful. Find out more. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple Steps, touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. 
Do you have bad water? Water that smells bad? Water that tastes bad? Water that builds up on your faucets? Let Superior Water's Waterboy Whole House System solve your family's bad water problems. Call 1-800-WATERBOY. That's 1-800-WATERBOY to schedule a visit from the experts at Superior Water. They'll come to your home and provide a free estimate for you to have fresh, clean-tasting water flowing from every tap in your home. No strings attached. Easy and affordable. The Waterboy Whole House System. Lose those plastic bottles. No more lifting giant bags of salt. Provide your family with fresh-tasting mountain spring water from every tap. Call 1-800-WATERBOY. That's 1-800-WATERBOY today. Superior's Waterboy. Five-star ratings. Maintenance-free with the best warranty in the business. Call 1-800-WATERBOY and ask about the answer's $500 discount. That's 1-800-WATERBOY. Or visit SuperiorWater.com. SuperiorWater.com. Superior's Water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. North County, AM 1170, San Diego, The Answer. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show, 888-344-1170. Kind of the question of the day is one that I posted a a while back, actually, is is it time to split, split the country in two? Todd Starnes from Fox News, as well as the podcast, he's got a radio show on Fox News Radio, is going to be here a little bit later, and he's got a new book coming out called Culture Jihad. And another question I posted a while back is, have we already lost the culture war? And in some ways, I feel like we have lost the culture war. When we're at the point to where we've got drag queens telling story hour in libraries, we've got 10-year-olds doing condom races in schools, if you want the same border security and immigration laws enforced that Democrats wanted a couple years ago, you're a white supremacist. I mean, have we gone so off the rails? And When we've gone off the rails like that, can, can we ever coexist anymore with people that want Sharia but don't want Christianity in this country? 888-344-1170, should we split the country in two? Can we? And if not, how are we going to win this culture war back? So stay tuned for for Todd Starnes. I got a couple more topics I'm going to get into here, but before I do that, I'm going to go to the phones quickly for my buddy Chet because it looks like he heard my open and he's got something he wants to say. Hey, Chet. Hey, Andrea. You know this Dayton shooter. The media is staying away from him, and I've seen a, a few little snippets here on CNN where they actually uh, gave him some some. Uh, a look that he was a socialist, right? But he was an unabashed Satanist that strongly supported Warren and Sanders. You know, if they're telling Donald Trump he's not allowed in El Paso and not welcomed, why aren't they saying the same thing for Warren and Sanders in Dayton? That's a good point. In fact, last night as I played audio clips of Mitch McConnell's home being surrounded where they're chanting murder Mitch and calling him bitch and ho, I'm wondering, I, I asked, why weren't they outside Elizabeth Warren's home? Cause he, because he was, he wasn't a an, an, uh, Mitch McConnell fan. Neither was the El Paso shooter, by the way. You know, it's, it's, it's actually even some ways less disturbing to me about the fact that they're ignoring the Dayton shooter as much as it is that they're picking and choosing the parts of the manifesto that they want to push out about the El Paso shooter. On top of the fact that regardless of what these people had rolling around inside their head, they and they alone are the only people responsible for what it, because it doesn't matter what political ideology somebody has. For you to go in and shoot somebody up, you are evil. You're flat out evil. And so no amount of gun control today, no amount. In fact, Trish Regan, you know, tweets out today against Trump because he needs to do something here. And it was just like, oh, I, we're never. 
We're never going to solve this problem unless this country realizes that it ain't got anything to do with guns any more than Boston had to do with pressure cookers. Um, have you read the El Paso Shooters Manifesto? I scanned it. I scanned it. In a minute, yeah, he, is there something you want to share about that? Well, um, they say he only has a high school level education. And reading that manifesto, um, then he dropped out for other reasons because whoever wrote that manifesto is a genius. Well, you can be a genius and still be a high school dropout. Um, I know, I know, but something about it is just—I don't know. I don't know his his name too. I'm sorry, Patsy. It's just something about it is just—it's just bizarre. Well, I, I, you I know, hate to I, go there. I hate to go there, but there's just something about this that that doesn't smell right. Well, to me, um, you know, I'm not one to. I actually don't. My my third eye isn't tweaking, isn't tweaking, and my hinky meter's not up about him. Because to me, okay. you know, uh, I, I'm kind of with the people that are like, really, why are we delving so much into why? Because, you right. know, uh, and, and that to me feeds the monster as well. Now we got Trump talking about hate crimes legislation. That's just so much worse that somebody, why are we mind reading anybody that's shooting? The only time we need to ask ourselves why is if it involves something like Islamic terror, because then there's, the, it, it's on mass. It's an ideology that is a political ideology that if that that it, it is something that we actually, if we had our act together, we could be routing out and preventing Islamic terrorist attacks. Because the one thing that they all have in common is the Quran, and it's actually being fostered in our mosques. Dudes like the Dayton shooter and even this El Paso person, I don't know how what red flag or what any other thing would do to solve it. And these are the types of assaults and the types of massacres that we've had. For a really long time in this country. They're well, coming amid other things me, going on. Before you let me go, Andrea, with the red flags and all that. So you take the gun away from the individual, but you leave the individual. The individual is still evil. The individual will still wreak carnage. That's something you can't stop unless you do something about the individual. That's right. Timothy McVeigh used fertilizer. The Sarnaya brothers used pressure cookers. You know, how many people were killed on the streets of New York City with, with a truck? And nobody, we didn't have people barnstorming, you know, Enterprise Rent-A-Car or Hertz or U-Haul right. or wherever he got the truck. I mean, so this is insane. Where where And the Republican Party needs to get better. I've got, I've got to go in a minute because I've got Todd Starnes from Fox News coming up. But the Republican Party, where it they have allowed it to go, when they when they first started beating us with the PC stick that if you wanted to enforce immigration laws you hated brown people if you wanted to enforce entitlement if you wanted to reform entitlement you hate poor people the second that nonsense started being spewed the Republican Party needed to punch the bullies back in the mouth because now I don't know the answer to stopping the momentum of white people and conservatives being marginalized to the point to where we're the ones with the targets on our back and where this country is going to go if we don't now stop it and I don't know that we can. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for calling God in, bless. Chet. Um, I forgot to ask Chet. He didn't answer my question of the day. Does he think it's time for the country to split up? Chet, are you still on the line? I am. All right, answer my question. You think you ready for the country to split? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, you know, it's – I don't know what what we're headed for. I think we're headed for another civil war. I think we're already in it. So uh, I'm just ready. I'm ready myself. My family's ready. If it happens, I'm ready. That's all I can say about that. Well, thank you, Chad. I, I believe that Chad is ready. I think, unfortunately, we the left has done such a good job of really um, softening our country to the point of, at, at the same time that they've coarsened it, 
and made violence acceptable and devalued life and amped up the hate and fear-mongering among citizens is also at the same time that they've softened Americans, creating snowflakes who can't handle. That's part of what – it sounds contradictory, but creating people that can't handle – any opposition, creating people that can't handle any adversity, creating people that that have to be told yes and, and get everything that they want is at the same time part of creating a violent culture. Because you, you one of the greatest lessons that you must learn in life and very early is you're not going to get everything that you want. And that life is going to hit you hard. And you better learn some coping mechanisms. And yeah, you better share that toy. And you know what? There's always going to be somebody who's better looking, uh, smarter, got more money than you, got more opportunities than you. There's no such thing as equality. And we're not teaching those lessons in this life, in this country, as well as on, on the fact that we've removed God from society. Before I take a quick break and then bring Todd Starnes onto the show, Chet was kind of alluding to a conspiracy. Um, you know, I don't have any problem. People can people can talk whatever conspiracy they want, but isn't that why they they have deep the left has deplatformed people like Alex Jones or Laura Loomer? Oh my gosh, they're conspiracy theorists. Yet at the same time, we got this kook, this former FBI dude, <laughs> former FBI dude who's on, of course, MSNBC. If, if if there was a chance of restoring credibility to the FBI, it ain't going to be through this dude. He literally, DJ Carrot Sticks, he said that when Trump said he wanted to fly our flags at half mass today on 8-8, that it was a tribute to Hitler. Did you? <laughs> Say what? Say what? Yeah, um, because today, uh, uh, 8-8 would be August 8th, right? That's tomorrow, August 8th. He says that the numbers 8-8 are very significant in in neo-Nazi and white supremacy movement. Why? Because the letter H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. And to them, the numbers 8-8 together stand for how (laughs) Hill. Yeah. This is what MSNBC put on as actual news. Wow. And yeah, and we don't have a culture war going on. We got a culture jihad. And Todd Starnes wrote a book by that very name. And he will be here to, to discuss it next. More Andrea K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. Energize and revitalize your relationship. Join our sister station, K-Praise, along with Focus on the Family's Greg and Aaron Smalling at the Revive Listener Event. Friday night, September 20th at Shadow Mountain Community Church in El Cajon. Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalling guide couples toward creating deeply satisfying marriages, faith, family, and the importance of healthy friendships. With life and love, pursuing relationships that thrive with Margie Hill. Worship by Michael Sanchez of The Voice and Entertainment with Christian comedian Dennis Gaxiola. 
Bring your spouse or your special someone. And if you're single, come learn how to find that special someone. Don't miss the Revive Listener Event with Greg and Aaron Smalley. Music and comedy with complimentary coffee and dessert afterward. That's Friday, September 20th, 7 p.m. at Shadow Mountain Community Church in El Cajon. Tickets $25 per couple, $15 for singles. Get your tickets online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Sponsored by Southern California Seminary. Did you know that a battery-powered AM-FM radio at home is still your best way to stay informed if an earthquake or other natural disaster strikes your community? Even if all power is lost, a battery-powered radio will work. Make sure you keep informed even if all power is gone. Get a battery-powered radio now. The Southern California Broadcasters Association reminds you to keep working AM-FM radios in your home. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? Now there's digital. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be on the web? How about the right tools to turn visitors into leads? Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundsandiego.com. Surroundsandiego.com. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, (laughs) if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much, but I do enjoy the activities and there's a nice variety so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. FM 96.1 and AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. If y'all want to call in, question of the day is, it's a question. I'm doing a little wine back Wednesday because it's a question I've asked before, and it has to do with the fact that uh, another related to another question, have we lost the culture war? And and if so, is it time to split this country up? Are y'all ready to split it up? You know, um, how do we split up? What what was it? Fifty six states. President Obama thought we had. <laughs> how are we going to divide up fifty seven states? <laughs> um, seriously, though, we actually we have more than a culture war. We actually have a culture jihad happening in this country. And here to discuss it is uh, Todd Starnes. Y'all know him from Fox News. He's got a radio show by the same name, which makes it easy. Uh, the Todd Starnes radio show on Fox. He's uh, a great columnist, got some great articles out there, a fellow Southerner, by the way. And he's written a book by the name Culture, uh, called Culture Jihad, and he joins me now. Hi, Todd Starnes. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Of course. Um, all right. So I'm going to read you a couple of highlights of where I think we're at in this culture jihad. And um, 
it's pretty it's pretty depressing. So I'm hoping you're going to talk me off the ledge and tell me how we're going to turn things around. We've got drag queens reading at at, uh, at uh, libraries. We're teaching kindergartners that there's 20 genders. We've got 10 year olds competing in condom races in classes across the country. If you want, uh, it's okay to kill children in the birth canal and even after on the delivery table. Um, let's see. Um, it's okay for leftists to crack open the skulls of fellow Americans on the street. Um, hmm. If you it's it's if you want to enforce immigration laws, you're a white supremacist. Todd Starnes. I mean, can we win this culture war? Yes, I think we can win the culture war. And um, my book really is a book about hope. Uh, it's a, a call to arms for people of faith and specifically Christians across America uh, to rise up and take a stand and re-engage the culture. And I think one of the reasons why we are in the uh, the situation we're in as a nation right now is because so many Christians and so many churches, especially evangelical churches, have decided to disengage mm-hmm. from the big culture issues of the day. Um, we have seen, and I document this in the book, one of the big challenges is um, George Soros and his organizations have infiltrated a good number of evangelical uh, denominations, yeah. uh, and they are having uh, an incredible influence uh, on, on churches. Um, I tell people in the book, if you hear the word social justice in your church, you better, you better run for the hills. Yeah. Uh, you better get into a church uh, that is grounded in the Word of God instead of the cultural um, issues of the day. Yeah, you know, run with your hair on fire. You know, grab your King James Version on the way out. Uh, you know, I, I love watching uh, all different kinds of, of preaching and different sermons from different churches around uh, the country. And there's some amazing people just on fire for the Lord out there. And then, I, and then I'm watching one the other day that I've become kind of addicted to. I watch them all the time. And I, and I hearing him talk about, uh, you know, different issues like LBGT, like, you know, with no judgment here. And it's like, uh, and, and as well as others, he didn't use the word so social justice warrior, but it was along those lines talking about a few different issues as though, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's along the same mindset of not the same as a one God, many paths, but you know, it's, you know, we, what are you doing trying to rewrite the Bible? You know, trying to, it, no, th- that is, and I get that, that people have big budgets in some of these big mega churches, uh, but you're not helping anybody. You're lying in your pockets, but you're doing additional damage to this country. But another issue that I had, Todd Starnes, besides just the fact that we've got churches going down this path to, of appeasement, um, is the other churches that may be right on biblically, but they're not engaged at all. They're not getting people out to vote. They're staying away from it altogether. What's worse? Well, I, I think that, well, both are, are pretty bad. Um, several years ago, there was a, a story out of Houston, Texas, where seven pastors were subpoenaed uh, by the lesbian mayor of Houston, Texas. Uh, they were going through a, um, basically, it was a uh, gender discrimination um, uh, battle there. They were looking to, to implement some legislation. And many of the pastors there in, in Houston had been preaching against that in the pulpit, so the mayor actually wanted to subpoena the sermons of these pastors, and many of the pastors refused, and quite frankly, they put themselves in jeopardy of being arrested. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the story has a happy ending. The pastors were not arrested. Um, but, but for me, the, the issue was, wait a second, how, how was it that, that Houston, Texas, which is a pretty conservative city, was, was able to elect such a far-left 
mayor. And we did some research and we found out that only 13 percent of registered voters bothered to go and vote in the mayoral race. And so the people in the people responsible for nearly having the pastors thrown in jail was not the mayor, but it was the good church going Christians who refused to get up and go and vote on Election Day. So elections really do have consequences. And that's one of the things I lay out in this book, uh, Culture Jihad. We are living in a very, very precarious time in American history. And I think the president has done a terrific job of protecting uh, religious liberty, of affirming the pro-life community. But the problem is what happens after the Trump presidency? What does the country look like then? And all you have to do is take a look at the Democrat Party right now which is no longer a moderate party. It's no longer a liberal party. It is a far left socialist party. And Andrea, we, I think history has taught us that under socialist regimes, people of faith, it doesn't turn out well for them. Right. You know, uh, we're talking to Todd Starnes, host of the Todd Starnes radio show. It's it's uh, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time on Fox News Radio. And he's got a book out called Culture Jihad. You know, I think Repu- the Republican Party really lost our way here and allowed the left to transform this country and really take it far left uh, by just focusing every election cycle on taxes and, and avoiding the cultural issues. On top of the fact that we had people like Arnold Schwarzenegger putting forth the falsehood that you can be socially liberal and economically conservative. There's no such thing. And now, and part part of the problem, I don't know if in your book you talk about the schools, but the Democrats have been playing a really long game on us. They understood that if they, they could wage this cultural Marxist movement against us in partnership with the Islamists, that the, and if they if they took over our schools and our media, including Hollywood, uh, control the message, you control minds. And man, now we, we've got the long game is they're churning out generations now of these socialist soldiers for the state. And I don't know that there's going to be enough Christians now that if we coming down the road, that if we all got out to vote, whether or not we could overtake it. Do you talk in your book about the school and the education system and how we can take that back? Because to me, that's the battleground. Absolutely. It is the number one battleground. You know, a lot of people say, well, we've got to take back Washington. If we can take back Washington, we'll be able to take back the country. Well, if, if you wait until you want to take back Washington, that's never going to happen. What needs to happen is we have to take back our local communities first. Yes. And that takes place in the public school classroom. Look, the reality is, and we lay all of this out in the book, the reality is that the average public school classroom has been turned into an indoctrination center for the left. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you look at the, the data, and we, we look at all the research here, the, the polling data, A majority of young Americans believe that socialism is better than capitalism. A majority of Americans now believe there should be some limitations on free speech. We're talking about a generational shift here. And and where are they learning all of this? You don't have moms and dads sitting down with their kids and saying, oh, yeah, socialism is better than capitalism. So this (laughs) is happening in the public school classroom. Right. Yeah. On on top of that, we're also teaching, and I mentioned before in the schools, uh, part of the long-term play is for the, for the left, it's cultural Marxist movement, destroy the traditions of America, tear down our foundations, our fabric from our Judeo-Christian principles, rewrite history, tear down statues, but it's also to partner with the Islamists. We're also in our schools teaching, we're indoctrinating kids into uh, Islam in, in our country. We're at a place in this culture jihad to where Sharia is cool. We got Democrats going out and campaigning with 
Linda Sarsour. Sharia is cool. Christianity is bigoted. Do you talk about that in your book? Oh, absolutely. And by the way, this is my fifth book. And in my second book, it was called Dispatches from Better America. I tell a story about something, uh, an interview that happened, believe it or not, in of all places, the Orange County Register. Uh, there was um, there was a Muslim scholar, and he talked about how their long-term goal was to change hearts and minds through education. Mm-hmm. And their goal was to, to infiltrate these publishing houses that are responsible for publishing the school textbooks. And that's what's happened over the past, well, what, you know, since 9-11. Uh, we have seen um, an incredibly um, biased and, and, in many cases, flat-out false reporting of Islamic history uh, that's being taught in public schools. Um, I've seen this for myself. Moms and dads send me the textbooks, and they say, you're not going to believe this. Uh, Andrea, one of the textbooks I saw said, Muslims never invaded countries. They were welcomed <laughs> in. So, you know, <sighs> I just, you know they, they sat there with, you know, with roses and, uh, you know, and fruit baskets and said, hey, come on in. We want to convert. Yeah. It's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. But you're right. It's, it's incredibly dangerous. And so my call to action is moms and dads need to get involved on the school board. They need to get involved in textbooks, textbook committees so they know what kids are being taught, and if they see something, they can say something. Yeah. Um, uh, in the couple minutes we have left, by the way, everybody, I don't know if y'all read that article that I put on Facebook, Country Music Needs More Rednecks. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was Todd Starts. Now, I don't listen to country music, even though I'm from the Deep South, because, you know, um, Waylon and Willie and all that wasn't my thing when I was growing up down there. Um, but this Casey Musgraves, uh, you know, it just went on some filthy tirade. I'm looking at her, and aside from the fact that she seems to have stolen my Aunt Joyce's hairdo from 1972, it's like, has I mean, when we've lost country music, which is supposed to be a bastion of traditional America, have we lost? I mean, we, we kind of are losing there. Wake up to America, by the way, in terms of country music being the bastion of, of traditional America, Yes. Yeah, you know, I have an entire chapter in the book on that very issue, the, the liberalization of country music. And uh, I talk about how liberalism is a lot like kudzu. Uh, kudzu is a vine that's, um, that, that we, we deal with in the southern states. Yeah. And once kudzu takes root, it destroys <laughs> everything. That's what liberalism is. Yeah, it is. Well, Todd Starnes, thank you so much for being here. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, when is uh, your book, Cultural Jihad, when is it coming out? Can people pre-order yeah. it now? Yeah, they can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you get your books. Uh, we would love for folks to pre-order it. And, of course, they can also read all my columns at toddsterns.com. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew. been a lot of fun. Thank you. All right, now stay tuned. We got more to talk about. We got more to talk about Hollywood. I didn't have time to get into it with Todd Starnes, but y'all wait till I tell you. (laughs) Who even remembers who Rosanna Arquette is? Maybe that's the point of what her tweet was about today, the alleged actress, Rosanna Arquette. We've got that in a disturbing story uh, out of Hollywood that has to do uh, related to these shootings. So stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. HelpWantedSanDiego.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. And now a word from Andrew's boss, Dave. Thank you, and may I say what a beautiful service. Everyone at the office will miss Andrew. He was kind, quick with a joke, and great with quarterly P&L reports. He will never be replaced in our hearts. However, my accounting department needs someone ASAP. Uh, I, I think that's enough. One last thing, Padre. My favorite Andrew memory was when he came into interview. He told me he got a bachelor's in whatever accountants get, and I figured some of his college buddies might be here who got the same thing and need a job. <laughs> Wow, that's inappropriate. But it reminds me of the last thing Andrew said to me. I think you should leave. How did you know? Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at helpwantedsandiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster bosses everywhere. They post jobs on the big national job boards because they really don't care. Please do not write us to tell us you're a Dave who was insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks rebound from technical support and close narrowly mixed, but that's after a 2.5% 600-point decline in the Dow early on. And this looks like a typical bear trap, as a correction was overdue, even if 6% down in three weeks, half of that last Monday may be a bit overdone. But today's early madness of the crowd was encouraged by the usual doomsayers, and some with a political agenda. It also looks like bait for the trap. Trade war paranoia? That's the handy excuse. The Treasury 10 down 2 at 171. Uncle Sam sells $27 billion in 10-year paper. Our economy can prosper without China, but we're their only market in size for their products. A Boeing lower their 737 MAX, however, may prove to be the key to the next bull run. And Boeing began training pilots at three airlines on this today. Bill Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real natural hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE22 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE22 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-22 to 85850. 
FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have y'all here with me. And you're going to want to be with me tomorrow night because we're going to have a ticket giveaway for a super fun happening event coming up this weekend. We're going to roll into DJ Carrot Sticks long weekend by giving, doing a giveaway for the uh, festival on the bay. It's Harbor Fest in Chula Vista. It's this Saturday. It's from uh, 10 to 6 p.m. And we're going to play a fun game tomorrow night. We'll give you more information tomorrow night on how uh, you can, uh, what the festival is all about and how you can call in tomorrow night and win free tickets. So set your calendar. What was that for? Oh, the harbor. That was a harbor seal? Was that was that you doing a harbor seal impersonation? Uh, no, that's just the boat on the harbor. Oh, okay. All right. Um, got more to share with y'all, but it looks like we got a caller holding. I think it's Donald from San Diego, and he's got something he wants to say about Donald, about another Donald, I guess, Donald Trump. Hi, Donald. Welcome, welcome to the show. Andrea, great to be on the show. Thank you. What's I up? Did, you know, I have this one question concerning our president of the United States. If he is being compared to constantly, everyday Hitler, we're running concentration camps. He's in collusion with Russia. We need to impeach him and all this stuff. Why are the Democrats in such a hurry to take our guns away? Isn't this the time we need it most? Ain't that what the Second Amendment's all about? Okay, I'm not sure I understand. So you are saying that Trump is in bed with Putin and he's a crazy man. And No, no, I'm saying the Democrats are saying that all day long on their media TV. He's the worst person ever in the entire world. Oh, I get so your why point. Why are they in such a hurry to take our guns? Yeah, that's a... That's an interesting point. That's an interesting point. If he's so crazy and he's such a such a threat to us and this Mr. Dictator Donald, why would they be exactly. wanting to disarm Americans? That's an excellent point. And I think that's I think what the, I'm saying. Yeah, I think that's that right. that's a great point. I think the answer um is probably because they know he's not a dictator. I mean, they've got to be self-aware enough about that. They're using whatever they can in any narrative they can, primarily using dead people in El Paso and Dayton or in Parkland every time there is, you know, for power to try to demonize them and I think I think it even goes deeper than that, Donald, is I think that they know that they can't ever win an argument on the merits. That's why they've got to rely on emotions and tragedies and exploitation of tragedies and ugly names uh, like calling him a dictator and all of that to try to convince people that we need to cough up our guns. But you're you're really smart. Um, so because so because of that, I'm going to ask you this question, Donald. Um, how do we win? How do we push back against how do we stop now? Uh, and re- reverse the road that we're on with this bullying and calling all Trump supporters white supremacists and white nationalists. I've re- not really get, gotten anybody to to really help me to understand yeah. how we how we stop that. That would be probably the hardest deal ever made in history to get California to surrender because I believe all the people that went to college here are brainwashed. You need to come up with a magic word and 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 free them from all their crazy insanity. I, That's my opinion. Well, I, I don't know how you would do that. Because I, I, they've been indoctrinated since the time they were born. They don't know any better. Well, I think I think it's I'm got to leave it there, Donald. I think that you're right. I think there's a lot of people indoctrinated here that are crazy. Um, but there's also with the open borders, it's they've been playing a long game with us to bring in uh, flood the country with as many um, at, impoverished dependency class peoples for power. And many of those are voting in our elections. So I thank you, Donald, for calling in. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
All right. Um, Got to get back to a little Hollywood and get back to um, speaking of crazy and indoctrination and hypocrite. You know, it was a great question they ask if they think Trump is so crazy. Why are they trying to disarm us? Well, they for one, another reason why is because they don't want Americans to, to ever think of the Second, uh, Second Amendment as a tool, which is really what the founders wanted, as a way to stop an overreaching government from controlling our lives, to push back and to fight back against an overreaching government. So they're never going to admit admit to that. Um, they're also never going to admit the fact that it's the Democrats themselves who are the party of violence. They're the party of inciting violence. They're a party of actually inflicting violence on those of which, you know, just simply because they share a different view. And they're such hypocritical liars about it. Here's the perfect example. Hollywood actually was going to run ads this weekend and actually did. An ad actually was run, I believe, on ESPN for a movie being put out by Universal Pictures, not a fly-by-night independent movie production house, not your mama's pictures being done out of some backroom garage somewhere. Universal Pictures is set to release a movie next month called The Hunt on September 27th, which features left-wing, quote, elites hunting down Trump supporters for sport. Think about that. Let that sink in for Did a you moment. see what the original title was? Yeah, the original title was... Um, Blue State versus Red State. Yeah, Blue State versus Red State. So clearly, I mean, this is, this is, this is talk about division. Talk about being blatantly honest that your whole goal is to destroy the opposition party. This is communism. This is so, this is your fascism right here. So blatant that they're putting it on film. They've, they're trying to figure out right now how they're going to, how they're going to relaunch this thing. Uh, ESPN pulled an ad over the weekend, but another one ad, aired on um, some season premiere, I think it was, uh, of The Preacher. Here's a little excerpt of the dialogue. Did anyone see what our rat effer in chief just did? Another one responds, at least the hunt's coming up. Nothing better than going out to the manor and slaughtering a dozen deplorables. Do you know how much, do you know what it takes to get a movie produced? To get it funded? To get scripts written? To get it green-lighted, to get it cast, it takes about two years to get a movie. And this one, even even one done at an $18 million budget, it's a major undertaking with a lot of people involved. And yet the Democrats want to say that Trump and Trump supporters are the haters, are inciting violence. The guy who produced this is the same guy who did the Purge movies, and basically that one is just everybody, every white person's evil, and the black people are all heroes. But he actually, uh, he was given a speech in Israel, a film festival. He got booed off a stage because <laughs> yeah. he said that um, tra- Trump is inciting anti-Semitism, and he said at one point he said the truth is hate speech breeds violence. It de- dehumanizes, it demonizes, and ultimately it targets. Yeah, well, his movies are movie about did. killing people. That, well, that's what this hunt is. Yeah, you're right. Bloom, Joseph Bloom, Jason Bloom, exactly. And that's why you were booed off the stage because you're a liar. And they knew when you were bashing Trump at the at the Israel Film Festival, they knew that you were a liar, and the, and that it's the Democrat Party fostering anti-Semitism. And yeah, they booed him off the stage. And as they were booing him off the stage, he blamed Trump for the fact that they didn't like him. How is it Trump's fault that they don't like you? See, the problem for him is that those people in the audience know the reality. They're smarter than he is. 
it's time that they take some accountability for all this, you know, all this violence. You know, well, every movie they have. You know who's one a big anti-gun person? Is um, can't even think of his Quentin name. Quentin right Tarantino. Now. Rocky. Stallone. Yeah, Stallone. And he made all his money off of Rambo. It's bad enough. This is where we progress. We progress, though, to glorifying violence in movies, whether it's Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction or Stallone movies. By the way, Stallone has paid for a lot of bills for my family members who've done his movies. Disclaimer. Um, and it's a whole nother thing in doing a movie, literally glorifying the slaughter of half this country as Trump supporters. That is incredibly dangerous. And you're putting a target on the backs of Americans, Jason Blum. Thank you all for being here. I'll be right back tomorrow night. Love you all. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.